Tonight on the Worldview Report, we have new information about the shooter who tried to kill worshipers at one of America's largest churches. Some of this information will not be released by the mainstream corporate media. Why? Because it does not fit the narrative that they are trying to spread. Pfizer spent millions on a Super Bowl ad this year hoping to convince you that the company represents science and not billion-dollar vaccine profits. China has launched a new generation of fighting robots that has shocked the world, according to reports. We've got a video that you will not want to miss. Another red state is sending National Guard troops to help Texas secure its border. America's oldest gun manufacturer packs up and leaves the state of New York. We'll explain where they're going and why. All these stories and more as the Worldview Report begins right now. This is Worldview Report with host Brandon House. Whether it is news from the nation's capital or your state capital, from the classroom to the boardroom, from national security to national and local news that impacts you and your family, Worldview Report is your trusted source for vital and uncensored news. And now, here is Brandon House. Good evening and welcome to the Worldview Report. We start off tonight with updates on the tragic shooting at Joel Osteen's church in Houston, Texas. The gun used in Sunday's shooting reportedly had a pro-Palestinian message written on it. ABC News reports, quote, free Palestine, in quote, was written on the long rifle belonging to a woman who opened fire at the Lakewood Church in Houston, according to a law enforcement official briefed on the investigation. A woman who some outlets have said is actually a transgendered man entered the church wearing a trench coat and packing a rifle. The person opened fire at the members of the megachurch at a moment when thousands of people were inside the building. The five-year-old boy critically injured in the crossfire was the child the woman brought to the church. Also injured by gunfire was a 57-year-old man who was shot in the leg. Officers shot the shooter dead at the scene. One woman who was reunited with her loved ones noted, quote, the worship team they were singing when the incident happened, end quote. Harris County Judge Lena Higelow posted a statement on X, which read, quote, I will not make any assumptions because information continues to come in as to what motivated the shooter. But I'm asking that the investigation look into whether it was a hate crime, given the shooting took place at an all-Spanish service, end quote. The shooter, we're told, was from El Salvador, which makes it unlikely that it was a hate crime that was targeting Hispanics. The shooter also has a lengthy criminal record, according to reports. The shooter has been identified as Janessi Moreno, and her social media posts show a history of leftist politics. Colin Rugg, co-owner of Trending Politics, reported in a post to X, Quote, just in, the shooter at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church has been identified as a transgender Bernie Sanders supporter. Shocker. The individual was identified as Janice Moreno, who was previously known as Jennifer Escalante. Moreno, who is clearly unstable, allegedly brought a five-year-old to the shooting who was shot during the incident. The child is in critical condition. The gun that was used to carry out the mass shooting allegedly had Free Palestine on it. 
back in 2020, Moreno shared a photo of Bernie Sanders on Instagram with the caption, I want him in the office as the U.S. president, end quote. The Associated Press, which has become the voice of the brainwashed liberal establishment media, made no mention of either the free Palestine slogan on the shooter's rifle or the transgender angle. Instead, the AP's article on Monday focused on the fact that the shooter used, wait for it, an AR-15. The motive, they said, remains unclear. Pfizer spent millions on a Super Bowl ad this year, hoping to convince you that the company represents science and not billion-dollar vaccine profits. The comments were turned off for the ad on YouTube. The ad includes images of Albert Einstein, Isaac Newton, and Copernicus, a Catholic canon and mathematician who formulated a model of the universe that placed the sun rather than the earth at its center. The ad also featured Rosalind Franklin, whose work was central to the understanding of the molecular structure of DNA and RNA. And the word science popped up several times in the ad. Here's the creepy ad to which the Super Bowl viewers were subjected. Tonight, I'm gonna have myself a real good time. I feel alive. They're having a good time, aren't they? There was no mention, of course, in that ad about the millions of cases of myocarditis in children and young adults. No mention of the female miscarriage problems, the strokes, the blood clots, and so many other health issues that continue to plague people after receiving the Pfizer COVID injections. Now, there is a video clip that did not make it into Pfizer's Super Bowl ad. In 2022, a Pfizer scientist admitted during an EU testimony, that's the European Union, that the vaccine was never tested on preventing transmission of the COVID virus. Watch this. If you don't get vaccinated, you're antisocial. This is what the Dutch Prime Minister and Health Minister told us. You don't get vaccinated just for yourself, but also for others. You do it for all of society. That's what I said. Today, this turned out to be complete nonsense. In a COVID hearing in the European Parliament, one of the Pfizer directors just admitted to me, at the time of introduction, the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus. This removes the entire legal basis for the COVID passport, the COVID passport that led to massive institutional discrimination as people lost access to essential parts of society. I find this to be shocking, even criminal, Please watch the video until the end. 
Voor u, mevrouw Small, heb ik de volgende vraag waar ik een duidelijk antwoord op wil. En ik zal spreken in Engels, zodat er geen misunderstandingen zijn. Was de Pfizer-COVID-vaccine getest om de transmission van het virus before it entered the market. If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanization before um, it entered the market? No, uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. This is scandalous. Millions of people worldwide felt forced to get vaccinated because of the myth that you do it for others. Now this turned out to be a cheap lie. This should be exposed. Please share this video. It was a myth. A myth indeed. Remember that famous quote from globalist Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum. Schwab said, quote, as long as not everyone is vaccinated, nobody will be safe, end quote. Schwab was apparently echoing the chorus from his fellow globalists who pressured us to get jabbed. Prince Charles, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Pope Francis, Franklin Graham, Robert Jeffress, and practically every head of state throughout the world, including our own presidents were pushing the jab, right? They all promoted the jab. And I think they all contributed to the misinformation that I think has led to multiple people dying early or being inflicted with lifetime chronic health issues. And I think we should never forget this. Do you? China has launched a new generation of fighting robots that has shocked the world. Here's a report from the Top Wonders channel on YouTube. In China, the largest military biological robot, Yak, was created. It is designed for using as a supply center for ammunition and supplies, as well as for reconnaissance missions. The Chinese-made Yak design is strong and smart. State-owned China Central Television introduced the robot to the public while its counterpart is less than half the size. It can carry up to 160 kilograms of goods and reach speeds of 10 kilometers per h. This model is designed for military missions capable of navigating through any terrain, including snowy deserts and rocky terrain. In China, a robot dog with a machine gun was launched. It can be transported by drones. In a video recorded, a robot dog was dropped from a drone onto the roof of a building. After the UAV left, the robot dog equipped with a gun on its back stood up and began surveying the landing area for potential threats. These drones can be used to attack vulnerable enemy positions in the rear or to capture rooftops allowing for a three-dimensional attack. The weapon used by the robot dog is the CHQBB-97 light chin machine gun capable of firing up to 650 bullets per minute at an effective range of up to 400 M. The weapon is designed in the bullpup configuration and uses new technology of China. The 5.8mm intermediate cartridge in the combat robot of its basic version includes not only anthropomorphic devices that partially or completely replace humans, but also those that operate in the air environment and water. At the request of the Biden White House, Facebook heavily censored Tucker Carlson's interview with Vladimir Putin. So reports Rebel News and their correspondent, Ian Mile Chiang. 
Facebook, as you know, is operated by World Economic Forum young global leader Mark Zuckerberg. And he significantly limited the distribution of Tucker Carlson's interview with Putin on its platform, according to reports. The interview has received over 105 million views on X as of Monday morning, but had only 134,000 views on Facebook. Facebook continues to drive away users, furthering X's rapid ascent as the world's most reliable news source. The Biden White House was specifically ordered to stop violating the First Amendment in collusion with social media companies after the case Missouri versus Biden. The Democrat regime, well, they're lawless, and I think they're fascist in practice. So they continue to run roughshod over the First Amendment. The Center Square reports that Louisiana Governor Jeff Landry and state legislative leaders announced last Thursday their united agreement to fund and send troops to Texas. While in Texas, after meeting with Abbott, Landry immediately called legislative leaders to express the need to fund sending Louisiana National Guard troops to Texas. On Thursday, they delivered, announcing at a news conference that they were allocating $3 million to send 150 troops to Texas to support Abbott's border security mission entitled Operation Lone Star. At the event, Abbott explained how combined state border security efforts have successfully blocked illegal entry, and they were expanding their efforts to other areas. Abbott noted that half of the governors have joined with Texas to help patrol the border. Just days later, Landry shared some insight from his briefing with Abbott, who, quote, explained to us that 30,000 pounds of fentanyl was seized at the border in Texas, end quote. President Joe Biden's, quote, open border policies, in quote, Landry said, have created a fentanyl crisis that is killing 125,000 Americans every year. And then Governor Landry added, quote, but what the president has done is basically dog whistle to those who have tried to come into the country illegally and say, listen, if you just swim across the Rio Grande, we'll let you in that way. Then the governor said, all of a sudden, you start seeing 5,000 and 6,000 people having to swim across the Rio Grande to get into the country illegally, end quote. This puts pressure on Texas, which eventually puts pressure on Louisiana and other states around the country. The governor of Louisiana further stated that because the federal government will not act and because the president will not do his job, the states are going to act. A former active duty National Guardsman Himself, Landry said the money was well spent and serves a purpose in helping Louisiana to provide training and troop readiness. He also said Louisiana cities were combating crime being committed by cartel-affiliated, quote, gangs of undocumented people, end quote, and Louisianans are dying from fentanyl poisoning. Crimes, quote, we can directly trace to a border that is wide open, that is letting the cartel do as they please in this country, end quote. Remington Arms, they have been manufacturing firearms in the upstate New York village of Ilion for more than two centuries. At one time, it employed thousands of workers, and it could be argued that Ilion wouldn't have really existed without it. But next month, the doors will close, and the last workers will be sent to the unemployment lines. But that will not be the end of Remington's product lines. You'll still be able to find them in gun shops around the world, but they will be manufactured from now on in Georgia, 
a state that is far more friendly and welcoming to Remington and the firearms industry in general. Jazz Shaw, writing for Hot Air, reported on his personal experience growing up in the shadow of Remington. Quote, this story is rather personal for me. I grew up barely six miles from that factory, and many of my relatives worked there over the years. I used to ride my bike past it with my friends several times per week when the weather permitted. Our home always had Remington armed rifles and pistols in it, mixed in with some other brands. But we really can't blame Remington for fleeing New York and gutting the economy of one small village. They were forced into the decision by ferociously high taxes and a seemingly never-ending series of crippling lawsuits brought by anti-gun advocates. The company had already filed for Chapter 11 protection back in 2018. End quote. He goes on to relate how Remington Arms was not just a factory or a place to work. It was a part of the community. Jobs there were looked upon as a birthright, with sons following their fathers into Remington's ranks generation after generation. It was not uncommon to see the grandsons of upper-level managers joining their fathers on the production line. AP spoke with one man whose wife and two of their adult children still work there. They will all be out of work next month, and there are a few other large employers in the area who are hiring. This sad story is similar to that of Smith & Wesson, which had, well, produced firearms in Massachusetts since the 1800s. Shaw reminds us that they too were forced to file for Chapter 11 a few years ago, and they have since moved their headquarters to Tennessee. So what do Massachusetts and New York have in common? Quite a bit, actually, including, of course, high taxes, rampant overregulation, frequent anti-gun protest, and courts that entertain bizarre lawsuits against the firearms industry. So why would any company with an interest in survival stick around? <laughs> and the answer is they would not, and they are not, and they're taking their jobs with them. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back from the break. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for remembering that we are largely a viewer-supported broadcast. You can support us in two ways, really, through our foundation or by supporting the advertisers that come onto our broadcast. So thank you again for your support. But again, our biggest sponsor, really, in so many ways, is WVW Foundation. Because the foundation exists, well, to push out free programming, news, information, education, and ministry programming to help people understand the times through the lens of a Christian worldview. So thank you for remembering us and our foundation at wvwfoundation.com. We are looking for more regular monthly contributors. wvwfoundation.com. Again, we could put it all behind a paywall, but we don't. We push it out there for free so that you can, well, share with friends and help them to understand the times and how God would have us to respond. So thank you for supporting the foundation, one of our biggest supporters and, and uh, sponsors at wvwfoundation.com. Our foundation also, well, is the one that organizes and hosts the Sunday night church service that is broadcast at 8 p.m. Central Time on Sunday nights at worldviewtube.com. Each Sunday night since 2015, I come to the news desk and I bring my Bible and we talk about the issues of the day. I've been going through a series called Twisted Scripture, Twisted Theology 
we look at some of the most commonly twisted scriptures that lead to bad theology and an inaccurate worldview. Like the verse, judge not lest you be judged. That's one of the most misquoted verses in the world. That's one of the verses I put back in context along with about 40 plus other verses. About to wrap up that series and then start another one. I'll be teaching through the book of Revelation. Won't that be timely? Again, that's Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central Times at worldviewtube.com. That's the Sunday night church service of WVW Foundation. So again, thank you for all your support and the work of the foundation at wvwfoundation.com, wvwfoundation.com. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on Sunday dismissed dire warnings against entering the southern Gaza Strip city of Rafah saying that occupants of the potential Israeli Defense Forces operation are essentially telling Israel to lose the war and keep Hamas in power. More than a million people are estimated to be in Rafah, a city on the Egyptian border. And Netanyahu said that Israel is working out a, quote, detailed plan, end quote, to relocate civilians north of the city. Quote, this is part of our war effort to get civilians out of harm's way, end quote. That's what the Israeli prime minister told ABC News this week. Quote, it's part of Hamas's effort to keep them in harm's way, but we've so far succeeded and we're going to succeed again. Those who say that under no circumstances should we enter Rafah are basically saying, lose the war, keep Hamas there. And Hamas has promised to do the October 7th massacre over and over and over again. End quote. That's what the prime minister said, referring to the October 7th, 2023 Hamas attacks that resulted in the deaths of about 1,200 people in Israel and the kidnappings of 240 others. Egypt threatened to, well, suspend the Camp David Accords peace treaty with Israel if it sends troops into Rafah amid concerns that fighting could force Palestinians into the Sinai Peninsula and force Egypt's border crossing with Gaza to close. That's what Egyptian officials have said, according to the Associated Press. The foreign ministry of Saudi Arabia, which Israel has been attempting to establish relationships with for years, warned of, quote, very serious repercussions, end quote, that would occur if the IDF entered Rafah. That's according to CNN. American Military News reports that despite initial reports that he would maintain all duties while seeking medical care, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has transferred his duties to Kathleen Hicks, the Deputy Secretary of Defense. This comes after Austin's admittance to the critical care unit at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center on Sunday. According to a press release issued by the Pentagon Press Secretary, Austin was transported to the hospital after undisclosed symptoms suggested a, quote, emergent bladder issue, end quote. The release stated that the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the White House, and Congress have all been notified of the hospitalization and delegation of duties. A follow-up press release issued by Dr. John Maddox and Dr. Gregory Chestnut of the Center for Prostate Disease Research, Mirtha Cancer Center, clarified Austin had been transferred to the critical care unit for supportive care and monitoring after a battery of tests. While an anticipated discharge date was not provided, Austin, well, he's expected to make a full recovery. And his cancer prognosis, quote, remains excellent, end quote. This marks the second hospitalization of Austin in a month. 
In late January, Austin was readmitted due to complications arising from surgery related to prostate cancer diagnosis. The Pentagon did not inform the White House or the public of his health status for several days, sparking a debate on transparency and the medical privacy rights of those who serve in critical government roles. At the time of his first hospitalization, Austin had not informed the White House that he was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Well, now it's time for our nightly worldview report commentary. Just the News reports that the U.S. Senate advanced a foreign aid package in a rare Sunday vote that puts the bill on track to pass later this week, despite vocal opposition from conservative Republicans. The 67 to 27 procedural vote Sunday brings the chamber closer to a vote on a $95 billion aid package, which includes $60 billion for Ukraine, $14 billion for Israel, $4.8 billion for the Indo-Pacific, and $9 billion in humanitarian assistance in Gaza, the West Bank, and Ukraine. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat from New York, said before the vote on Sunday, according to CBS News, quote, I can't remember the last time the Senate was in session on Super Bowl Sunday. But as I've said all week long, we're going to keep working on this bill until the job is done. End quote. Schumer added that, quote, Ukraine is dangerously low on supplies, including ammo and air defenses. If America doesn't assist Ukraine, Putin is all too likely to succeed, end quote. Well, isn't it amazing, the sense of urgency, the zeal, and the work ethic that manifests itself among our congressional leaders when the recipients of taxpayer dollars happens to be foreign countries, right? Could you even imagine the U.S. Senate rushing to work on a Sunday, let alone on a Super Bowl Sunday, to make sure they pass a bill that would provide, well, even a million dollars to homeless veterans or, let's say, low-income elderly Americans who are struggling to afford food in Biden's inflationary economy or to cut the burdensome taxes on the middle class or, let's say, oh, I don't know, maybe secure the southern border? I think you know the answer to that question. They would smirk and snub their noses and turn away without so much as even debating such issues as homeless veterans and border security on one of their normal days off. But for their proxy war in Russia, oh, for that, they will literally stop everything they're doing and bend over backwards to make it happen. Again, I have to ask the question, is this really about kickbacks and money laundering? Hmm. And Republicans, well, they're no better than the Democrats. We know that. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican of Kentucky, well, he was right there, ready to cover for his buddy, good old Chuck Schumer. McConnell said of the Ukraine funding, quote, our partners don't have the luxury of pretending that the world's most dangerous aggressors are someone else's problem. And neither do we. It is no exaggeration to say that the eyes of the world are on the United States Senate, end quote. Well, so much for America first, right? America is not even second or third or fourth in the eyes of these politicians. What do you think? Well, that does it for this edition of the Worldview Report. As always, we thank you for tuning in and for remembering that you make the program possible. And here's a few ways you can do that. Please consider going to one of our new sponsors, superfoodshouse.com. Spell house, H-O-W-S-E, please. Superfoodshouse.com. These are 
uh, drinks. These are shakes, veggie shakes, vegetable shakes, if you will. What they do, the farmers, they grow organic produce. No glyphosate, no Roundup, no pesticides. Organic, fresh produce. It is brought into the facility of the superfoods company, and they juice it, and then they dehydrate it. And they take those vegetables and they turn it into a powder that's in a bag. And you can scoop it out, mix it with fresh, healthy, good water, stir it, and have a shake. Now, you can do this with berries. You can do this with um, things like carrots. All kinds of things are available. All kinds of different shakes are available for you right now. And you'll find all the details at superfoodshouse.com. Now, my wife is on the 30-day program. You don't have to do the 30-day program. You can scroll through there and do like what I've done, which is I just want the carrot juice. I like carrot juice, and I know how good it is, so I want that. I like juicing, but it takes too much time. Too many carrots have to be stored and bought and cleaned, and then you clean up. So I like the idea of just taking the powder, putting it in some good, fresh, quality water, stirring up and drinking it, right? And I think I'm going to save money doing it as well, by the way. So if this is of interest to you, and by the way, I think you can actually cut your grocery bill with this. So you might want to check that out. It is an exhaustive website with lots of details. And a lot of you, since we launched this as a sponsor, <laughs> have signed up. So thank you, because I think it's a great way to support your health and our work. Superfoodshouse.com for full details. Superfoodshouse.com. Dot com. Another way you can support us is by going to Melissa House BG. We use my wife's name because she brought us the product and they track it with her name so our organization gets credit. I take this twice a day, as you know. It is a powerful elixir with collagen, top drawer collagen, astraxanthin that crosses the blood-brain barrier, gets into your gut, got the 2022 Cognitive Award, and then Cat's Claw which is a powerful anti-inflammatory, about 80 clinical trials. You can read those clinical trials or get your subscription. So it shows up every month like we do at melissahousebg.com, melissahousebg.com. And then, of course, you can go to the wellness company, the wellness company, twc.health forward slash Brandon, twc.health forward slash Brandon, and get one of these. It has eight meds eight different meds in here this is a prescription so check your email after you order it because you got some paperwork to fill out because you're getting a prescription for eight different meds ivermectin amoxicillin and other things we have these on hand for every one of our family members and team members so if something happens to the critical inventory just-in-time inventory the power grid and someone gets sick and something that could be easily treated with an antibiotic goes untreated it could turn into something very very seriously concerning. So we have these on hand, ready to go. I hope you'll do the same. And it's a great way also to support your family's health and security. TWC.health forward slash Brannon. TWC.health forward slash Brannon. All right. That's one way you can support us and help yourself out at the same time. All right. Thanks again for all of your support and telling your friends about the broadcast. Now broadcasting exclusively at worldviewtube.com and patriot.tv and brandon house live is airing each and every night at 7 30 central live on both channels worldviewtube.com and patriot.tv the official hard launch of patriot.tv comes on february 26th thanks again for watching till next time i'm brandon house may god save america take care